Kayanos, 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 fresh tongues, Kayanos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kayanos! Jesus, mighty name we pray. You can be seated for a moment. Let's take a shot from the scriptures. Matthew chapter 6. I'm supposed to talk about the burden for the cities. Matthew chapter 6. We'll just take a shot and then we pray. Is that strings? Matthew chapter 6. Let's start from verse 9. If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for us. Okay, let's wait for five seconds. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. You see, this particular account that is in the book of Matthew chapter 6 is also um, in the book of uh, Luke chapter 11. Are you with me now? Now, this is an account of Jesus teaching his disciples on what is prayer. Jesus teaching his disciples on what is prayer. You must have noticed that Jesus is an object teacher. What he means is that if Jesus wants to teach you about um, faith, he will not do anything until he takes you to the book of Mark chapter 11. It is a little. It is a little. He takes you to the book of Mark chapter 11 where he's moving from one city to another and they saw a fig tree that had many leaves but there is no fruit. And the scripture said he cursed it. And then he left. He didn't say anything. Meanwhile, he already had a teaching in his heart. But the circumstances of life have not lended itself as an occasion for him to administer his teaching. So he's willing to wait. Just like many of you that is here, there are many things God wanted to do with your life. He has been waiting for you for the past two years, three years, until an occasion like this gave itself, lended itself, to teaching you what it takes for you to prosecute your destiny. Any other thing that God has released upon your life before now will be a waste. And you must have understood that God is an economist. That means he's not interested in wasting resources. So sometimes, just like many things that has been happening today, he will get you to the place where you have yielded your will, understood the context of all the resources that has been made available to us in the kingdom of God, in Christ, to prosecute the kingdom agenda. This is not possible in your life until you have come to a place that will lend an understanding to you. Are you with me now? If you are with me, say amen. Now, that is why Jesus has to wait for circumstance to lend itself 
to teaching you what he needs to teach you because before now any teaching in that direction wouldn't have yielded any result it would have been a waste like water poured on stones so in the book of mark as jesus caused the fig tree tomorrow peter said master the fig tree you caused has withered then jesus began to teach them on faith is it that jesus doesn't know about faith before he waited for the circumstance to what lend itself to properly teach them with the circumstances of life remember the scripture was talking to us in the book of romans he said that the god created nature in such a way that even if you are an unbeliever you cannot deny that there is a god that made the universe that is why anybody that is an atheist has lost his ground for argument because looking at the universe we know that there is a designer that it is not nothing just came so wisdom and thinking would have taught a man by looking at the circumstances of life that there is a deeper meaning to the things that i'm passing through there must have been a hand beyond what we are seeing in the physical that is navigating my life towards the place that i will enter into my ordination and destiny and then the facilities and resources that god has made available for for me to prosecute it will be released jesus now told them he said have faith in god he said if you have faith as little as a mustard seed he said you can tell this mountain to live he has to wait till that point the same way with jesus in this book of matthew chapter 6 jesus brought the same technique the scripture says actually in the book of luke chapter 11 he said after jesus has finished praying the disciples saw him what praying so every day jesus is praying he never bothered to tell them how to pray what is prayer until he got their attention they said ah we noticed that the disciples of john are praying because their master taught them prayer and then we also notice that you are praying but it seems as if your type of prayer is not the same type that john is making we as your disciples now we want to be taught Art of prayer then jesus brought a lecture note say lecture note say after me lecture note and he began to teach them from the way this thing is analyzed you will know that it is not an afterthought are you with me now it is something that has been well outlined and as soon as the occasion lended itself jesus began to expose the things that has been in his heart for long he has carried a burden but has not found a suitable place a suitable location to begin to release the body so until men create an environment that we allow god to begin to manifest a dimension of him that dimension will never be possible he will wait and guess what the scripture made us to understand that god functions from eternity and that means his time is not a threat to him for example, some of you here, they can tell you to wait. You are young. To wait for the next 10 years. To wait for the next 20 years. Somebody told me to wait till I'm 40 before I start. You see, that is an understanding that men gives to you. 
and you can continue and be 30 and be 40 and be 50. God will wait for you. His purpose is constant. And until you step into it, it will never be activated. Because there are resources that it takes for you to prosecute your destiny. And the scripture says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 1, it said, before you went out your mother's womb, what happened? I knew thee. That means you are a seed of eternity. If you are a seed of eternity, what it means that what it takes for you to prosecute your destiny has to come from eternity. It has to be in the context of God himself. So all the effort you are making in the arm of the flesh to execute your destiny is in futility until the resources that is eternal has been ministered to your spirit. And these things are not possible until you come to a place where you have lended God an opportunity for him to begin to teach you the matters of destiny. And that is why God has gathered many people here. Some of them think they came for YMR. They didn't know that they are implicated by God's agenda in the end times. God has been looking for you for long. The scripture says in verse 9. Now, all this thing is for me to introduce what I'm trying to show you now. In verse 9, he said, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven. Give me flat strings. Our Father, which art in heaven. Remember, yesterday we were taught on the Holy Ghost baptism, book of, is it not Luke chapter 11? The scripture was saying that. If your fathers being evil, they still know how to give you good gifts. And I know many of you, your father is very good. But Jesus is telling them that in the context of the heavenly father, that your own father is evil. Now, watch what he said. He didn't just say, the father. No, he said what? our heavenly father specifying a location that is not your father at Bomosho. no is your father where in heaven and that makes all the difference because even if your father is good there are many things he cannot do the only dimension of our father confers on him certain possibilities that is never possible to a human so no matter what you call yourself as a human, if you lack the omni dimensions, then there are many things you can never do. For example, do you know what will happen tomorrow? In fact, do you know what will happen in the next five minutes? You don't know. You don't know. If at all you will know, somebody has to help you to know. That one that helps you to know is the one that is called the Heavenly Father. So when he tells you that he can do something... It is beyond the fact that he's telling you. It is also because he sustained, sustains the capacity, the ability, the resources that he needs is already resident in him. It is only a calling forth. So he said, our father, that is where? Our father, that is where? Okay, your father, that is where? If he's your father, let me hear. Your father, that is where? Ah, I like this response better. 
Your father that is where? You know, I know many of you have very good fathers. So, when I said your father is evil, you didn't like anything. But that's what the scripture said. Meanwhile, they are evil, but they give good gifts to you. When the scripture says some things, you have to understand the context. Because it's about nature. It's not about what they are doing. Now, in answer, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. This is a, this is a, a class on prayers. Jesus is trying to show people the context of prayer. What is most important in prayer? He said, our father that is in heaven, establishing that relationship is superior to anything you want to do in prayer. So first thing God is interested in prayer is relationship. And that is fellowship. And many, many things. That's not where I'm going to. He said, give us this day our daily bread. And forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. Now, if your Bible is your own, let's read verse 13 together. One, two, ready, go. And lead us not into temptation. For thine is the kingdom. Now, listen to me. We are going to read that place again. Your voice has to be loud. Let's read it. One, two, ready, go. Now, Jesus finished prayer and said, Amen. As a matter of fact, you will not see many places in the New Testament that said, Amen. That's the truth. That means that, you know, when Jesus lived in the flesh, if you want to ask, if you want to know God's opinion about a matter, you don't need to meet a seer or anything. Just ask Jesus, what do you think about this matter? He will begin to tell you exactly as it is. So sometimes he will come and say, Moses told you this, but I tell you this. Telling you that if at all Moses said anything, I'm the one that told him. And that, this one I'm telling you is superior to the one that Moses told you. So he said, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from, from evil or the evil one. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now let me tell you, this thing is not a way to close prayer, actually. You see, this is a, a progressive revelation. Are you with me now? Follow me. If you are with me, say amen. It's not all of us that is with me. If you are with me, say amen. Okay, this is a progressive revelation of God's plan in recovery. Are you with me now? Now follow me. When man fell in the garden of Eden, remember what we are talking about is burden for cities. But you will never understand what we are talking about until some foundations is being laid in you. You see, eh? <laughs> somebody told me those, somebody told me those days, he said that he was in campus. Stop, stop. Pray in the spirit for five minutes and join me. You are not getting me. I've been looking for you for long. Now, somebody said when we were in campus, he said that he was praying and asking God to anoint him with power. Do you know why he's praying? He said so that if, if Cortis see him, they will fall under anointing. Cortis. You see, you know, 
that thing, as good as he thinks his intention is, God doesn't give his power to satisfy curiosity. Are you with me now? So, you, you are making that type of prayer, you're already out of context. It is because you did not understand the basis for which God dispenses himself. He said he wants to appear and then cut his fall on the ground. I know some of you have made that prayer. Then what happened now? What happened? Nothing. Because God, God gives his power because he cares. He releases his gifts, his equipment because he what? Cares. Every single time Jesus ministered to people, the scripture said that he was moved. With what? He was moved with what? Let me hear it louder. He was moved with what? So it means that the compassion is the driving force to lay hold on things in the kingdom. If you don't understand the basis, you can be crying, oh God, give me fire, give me, nothing will happen. Because you are a loose cannon. God cannot give you that thing. You have not understood the basis for God dispensing himself. And that is why we have to lay this emphasis now. Until you begin to cry out and tell God, don't you think courtists need to be saved? I believe that amongst these courtists is worldwide evangelists. I hope you know that it's a slight change, but it makes all the difference. Because you are seeing in these people souls that God is interested in arresting. We have seen people that came into came in campus those days they will come with guns courtist, and Jesus will arrest them it is because you have understood the context of God releasing those gifts the scripture was talking in the book of first Corinthians chapter 13 I think chapter 14 he said covet earnestly what spiritual gifts but I show you what a more excellent way what is the excellent way say love What's the excellent way? Say love. You know, people don't understand what that scripture means. The scripture is trying to say that you will get there faster if you have love and compassion for the people and the place that God has sent you. That is the context of burdens. That you have love and desire. You are willing to do anything. It so happens that whatever you have done in your own power is not working. Then you need an equipment from heaven. It is only those men that have fulfilled the quota that it takes for God to release his hands upon their life. I'm telling you why many people are praying and a few people are receiving and laying hold on what it takes for us to bring down this revival. You see, somebody told me, he said, Pastor, pray for me so that I will pray till I become prayer myself. You know, it sounds nice. Is it not true? You have missed the point. As nice as it is, you have missed the point. Because prayer is not an end in itself. Prayer is a means to an end. So if you lose the focus, if you miss the point where we are going, you will pray. Somebody told me he prayed for eight hours and he's dry. It can happen to you. In fact, it's happening to many people. You can pray for 10 hours, pray for 20, and you are dry. In fact, that place that you are praying, lost we overcome you we can't tell you what we have seen there is a man <laughs> a pastor went to fast and pray he said it's either i lay hold on the anointing or nothing he went to his pastor friend's house and he was praying and fasting praying praying until one day 
he got the pastor's wife pregnant. Mm. The person that went to lay hold on what? Say power. He didn't know the context of what is happening. He has not, he has not fulfilled many quotas. He doesn't even know the basis of, of God releasing some things. Some of them are working in stark, stark disobedience. If you like, pray from now until tomorrow, nothing will happen. God is not disturbed. If you get it right in the next 10 years, he will start. He is eternity. He is not bothered. He is you that is getting old. I'm telling you, it's you that is getting old. And guess what? Let me tell you. The years that were said for, that should be fulfilled for the deliverance of the people from the land of Egypt was what? 400 years. Is it not true? 430 years later, these guys are still there. Because people have refused to align to where God can begin to put his hands upon them. Guess what? God is not bothered. He continues to wait. <laughs> ah. So the scripture says that anytime Jesus ministers, he's moved with compassion. So all those prayers you are praying, saying, make me pray so that I'll become prayer, it is ambition. It is motivated by the flesh. See, let me tell you, some of you are just interested. Somebody told me that they want to have the gift of a uh, word of knowledge, this one. They want to lay hands on people and they fall under power. What's that? Is that an end in itself? See, we have seen people. <laughs> we have seen people fall under power, get up, nothing happened. I can prove it from the scripture. This thing is real. It's not, I said it sometimes. Some people got angry with me. But it's in the Bible. From the Old Testament to the New, it's there. Okay, let me give you two examples or three. The Bible says in the mouth of two witnesses, everything is established. In the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel said, I was at the river Kabar. Eh? And the hand of God came. When he came there, he said that the people that were with me were slain under power, but they were not seeing what I was seeing. That means even though they were slain under power, they were not participants in that encounter. So when the man was living, the man was living with the tangibility and essence. The realities were factored into his spirit. Meanwhile, the people that gathered with him fell under power, they didn't go with anything. It was Brobila Kani that said he went to one national conference many years ago and the minister said something and the thing shook him. He turned to his neighbor and said, did you hear what he said? The guy said, what did he say? You have seen the result today and you know that those people, thousands gather, reality is not entering their spirit. Some of them are here for fanfare to dance around. You are joking with your destiny. You don't know the word of destiny. You don't know what it takes God to bring a man to the point that he will begin to use him to execute destiny. You are still joking. See, I have a burden. You cannot talk about burdens if you don't have burden. It's disturbing me. Sometimes it makes me sick. Literally. 
you can't go far without burdens. That is why you have to understand the basis for what we are saying. Jesus, when he was about to be arrested, he came. And those guys gathered. And they, Jesus turned to them. They carried knife, carried everything. He turned and, and asked them, who are you looking for? What happened? All of them fell under power. Haven't you read it? Ah, he said, what are you looking for? Who are you looking for? All of them fell under power. Nothing happened to them. In fact, they got up under power and arrested him. So when I come to a meeting and people fall under power, I'm not moved. I'm looking for people that are touched. Some of them will live there and come and collect your money outside. Because nothing entered their spirit. Even Paul, when he had the encounter, he told Agrippa that the people that are with me didn't know what was happening. All of them fell under power. But I was the only one that was seeing the ancient of days. My eyes was open and I saw him seated. Ah, As you sit here, may your eyes be open. There is no distance in the realm of the spirit. You can be here and you are caught up. And your neighbor will still be looking around. He doesn't know that God is downloading what it takes to execute your destiny. I was in a meeting like this many years ago. And you can be looking at the person with you. He's a pastor. (laughs) Don't allow titles to deceive you. In fact, I don't like... I don't like talking to pastors sometimes. Except they are hungry. Because you know what they do? They are already... They are already full of themselves. They will come and hang like this. They are not ready to receive anything. You, you go and join them. Sorry if you are a pastor, but I'm one, so I know. I know it takes humility for somebody to be talking and you are writing. Even if you know you know it before, you write it again. Because the word is ever fresh. Now listen to me, listen to me. I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point that the essence, everything God is doing is based on reality. He said that they that worship me will do so in spirit and truth. Truth is reality. That means there is only one place to interact with God. It is in realities. So beyond the spoken word, something latches into your spirit. And then that thing can navigate your life for 40 years. Some of us is just one encounter. As I see me here, I'm not used to talking. In fact, I'm afraid of this stage like this. But something happened to me. I was telling one of my brothers. I was on Vet Mountain 2011, University of Nigeria. And on that Vet Mountain, God touched me. He touched me so much so that I came out and my face shined, literally. And I know you don't believe these things, but... Just leave it. Don't believe. I'm just telling you a story. Are you with me now? (laughs) You don't need to believe it. But it's true. Actually, that is one of the signs of the Messiah. In the end of the times, there are seven signs. And this is one. Moses told the Israelites, he said, that a prophet like unto me with the Lord, do what? Send unto you. So when Jesus came, they were asking him, show us a sign. Now, you need to understand what they are saying. They are seeing miracles, signs and wonders. So they are still saying, show us a sign. So you need to understand that the sign they are talking about is not those what? 
miracles and signs and wonders. They are looking for the sign of the shining face. That's what Moses carried down. And the scripture says that the people were not able to look on him. So Jesus said, I will not show you the sign. That sign you are looking for. I will not show you that one, but I will show you another one. What's the sign he showed them? He said, the sign of who? The sign of who? Thank you. The sign of Jonah. Because the son of man will enter the, the belly of the earth for three days. And he will rise up. And if he comes up, oh my God. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, then I will retain the capacity to draw any man. It doesn't matter if the man is in a mosque. And he say, Allah, he will start in tongues. Because when Jesus was lifted up, he retained the capacity to rescue you even from hell. It doesn't matter if your father is the sheep priest. Because Jesus has been lifted, he retains the capacity. That is the basis of my intercession for souls. Because I know that my intercession is based on a, a, an, a, an established reality in the spirit. That Jesus is already what? Lifted. And he said that there is a principle that begins to be effective on the account of my lifting by the cross. He said if I'm lifted, I will retain what? The capacity to draw men unto myself. So on that basis, I begin to intercede for a prostitute because I know that if Jesus is lifted, then that person is not lost. We can draw him back. If Jesus is lifted, the occultic man is not lost. If Jesus is lifted, the, the court is in the campus, still has a future in God. If Jesus is lifted, this is the basis of our interaction. I wait me now. So we can now make progress. Can we make progress? So let's go back to Matthew chapter 6. I just want to do introduction so that you understand what I'm saying. I'm only interested in that verse 13. In fact, I'm not just interested in verse 13. I'm interested in verse 13b. He said, for thine is the kingdom. Are you with me? If your Bible is your own, mark that from that for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, let me tell you. Um, the economy of God is that he will dispense himself into men. Now, remember, God was on his own and decided to have children. Is it not true? Is it not true? And then he said in the book of Genesis, let us what? Make man. So on the day that God said, let us make man, it was a revelation of his intent. A purpose that is sustained in his heart to have a, a corporate expression of himself. Are you with me now? Now, my words are simple. Even if, <laughs> if you pay attention, you will, you will receive. Sometimes your head will deceive you that you are not understanding. Leave your head. Use your spirit. It's simple. That's why I'm talking small, small. Normally I flow very fast. But I want you to get this first point and then we fly. Now, God wanted to have a corporate expression of himself. So he said, let us what? Make man in our image. You see, 
Um, you will not understand what this statement means until you come to the book of Ephesians. Where the scripture is talking about, Paul was telling the Ephesians, he was telling them that you might understand my knowledge in the mystery of what? Christ. He said that there is an intent that was hidden in the heart of God from time immemorial and the prophets that were of old never knew about it. But in the dispensation of the end of time, God has anointed his holy apostles and prophets to begin to bring perspective to the agenda that is sustained in the heart of God, even in eternity. Is in eternity. What I'm still talking about is an eternal context that God wanted to find corporate expression in eternal concept first. Because if you don't understand it, you will not understand the project of recovery. Because even before man fell, God has desired to find himself expressed in corporate measure. Are you with me now? So, the church, which is the corporate expression of God, I'm moving very fast so that you will understand, is not an afterthought. Touch your neighbor. Say, the church is not an afterthought. It is something that is already sustained in the heart of God before he began creation. So, the intent of God, which is what Paul was telling them, is that God intended that we um, have an economy what I mean by an economy is how God intends to dispense himself into man so that man will become God. Are you with me now? In a corporate expression. So that is what it means, the economy of God. So he's telling them that this is my, you might know my understanding in the mystery of Christ. He's trying to tell them that what God intended even before creation is that through Christ, are you with me? He will get a corporate expression. How, do, how does he do this? By pouring Christ into men. Are you with me now? It is on that basis that the scripture said, Christ in you is what? So God is expecting many things out of us. But what he did was simply to install Christ as a software inside of you. Knowing that proper interaction with that software we yield the full increase that is called glory. Say glory. And that is why the scripture also says in the book of Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. He said, as we behold his glory, like in a mirror, his image, we are changed from one level to what? Another level. He is a glory that excels. It is different from the glory of Moses actually. Because the intent is for us to get a full measure, a full statured expression of God. So, but man fell. Are you with me now? This is the intent of God. When he gets a corporate expression of himself, then he begins to rule with that corporate what? Expression of himself. So he said, let us make man in our image. And then he said again, let them have what? Let them have what? So the very context of creation that God intended that by releasing and dispensing himself into man, is that he will, after some time, begin to rule with that corporate organ. So, the church is the instrument that God has ordained to rule from time to eternity.
But there was a challenge. There was some, something happened. What happened? Man fell. Say man fell. It seemed as if the plan of God was truncated. Now, everything that happened from when man fell eh, is what we call recovery. Say recovery. Say after me, recovery. Say louder, recovery. I will show you from the scriptures. That is the very basis of the outpouring of the spirit. That is the basis for revival. You don't cry for revival. You don't know why we need revival. I don't want to call out somebody here and ask you, why, why do we even need revival? There is a recovery agenda that God has in his heart. Because first of all, when man fell, what he lost was the kingdom. Say the kingdom. Remember where we read. The first thing we, we read is what? For thine is what? Ah, I didn't hear you. For thine is what? Ah, we have thousands and thousands of people here. Let me hear it louder. For thine is what? Glory to God. Now, for thine is the kingdom is not a repetitive statement. He's not, Jesus is not, he doesn't know what to say again. He started saying for thine is the kingdom. No. He's um, a progressive revelation of God's agenda in recovery. That first of all, what man lost principally and in extension, what God lost was what? What did God lose? Lose. Let me hear you. His kingdom. Say it louder. Say kingdom. Say kingdom. In fact, after everything has been done, because we are not fighting for victory, we are fighting for victory. The scripture revealed in the book of Revelation that a time came where the scripture says that the kingdoms of this earth has become the kingdoms of our Lord and his what? Christ. It is on that basis that we begin to push what we are pushing. Because we know we are already assured of the victory at the end. So you begin to understand the basis for what God is doing. Jesus is trying to tell them that when prayer has been fully made, what will happen is that the recovery agenda of God will be prosecuted. Are you with me now? And the first thing there is that kingdom was lost. And that's why I'm telling you that there is need for burden for cities. So, so some of you will hear cities and be thinking of Sir, you on blue, which city are you from? Eh? Bini city. You see, thank God it's a city. Oh my God. So some of you will hear about cities and you are thinking of say Bini city. No, it's not that. As a matter of fact, your family is a city. See, let me tell you. There's what we call, oh my gosh, should I go this way? Holy Spirit. There's what we call civilizations in the spirit. And it's different from what you see in the physical. Those things are what powers this realm. Remember, the realm of the spirit is a mother realm. Say mother realm. Say mother realm. That means... Whatever happens there will eventually come out here. If it has never happened here, it doesn't matter how much whatever you do, it will never show up here. So, the realm of the spirit is a modern For example, you can go, you can go and uh, they will give you a bed. And then maybe you went to a hotel. I, I went to minister one place. They gave me a hotel and I didn't know that there is an altar inside that hotel room. You, you finish that program and leave and 
you will suddenly start liking themselves. You look at your church members, you start liking them. Anyhow, something has happened to you. What you didn't know is that you slept in an altar, a civilization. There is traffic in the spirit and you slept. You slept till tomorrow morning. And then they did breakfast and dinner on your head. Haven't you slept in a place and woke up with headache? Has it not happened to you? You, you will slept well. Instead of resting and waking up refreshed, you woke up very tired as if they used two by two and beat you up. And you are having headache. No, you slept in a traffic. It's a highway. And you slept there. Now, I'm trying to tell you, when I say city, don't be looking at Benin City. I'm telling you that there are cities in the spirit. So, a woman can come and establish a spirit city in his family. And every, everybody that will be born in that family will not have any option but to serve God. You don't understand. My mother was telling me many, just last week that five years ago, and that was the time I had an encounter with the Lord. I didn't know somebody was praying. She was groaning from morning till night. He said, God, give me another man to serve you. Let the man to follow him. Me, I thought I was in campus. I didn't know that there is a, a spirit city navigating my agenda. Navigating things around my life. On that day, you don't have option. These are men that understand that cities are beyond the physical. As a matter of fact, it is spirit cities that organize the physical ones. There are places you will never be rich if you are there. I'm telling you. Because the cities powering that place is, is deep in poverty. Are you now getting the point now? So a woman, a woman that has a man that has a womb has a city to govern. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that he that can rule over himself is mightier than he that can rule over a city. So God is making a comparison between personal rulership and discipline to the ones that people see outside. Are you with me now? Now, if I establish this point, then we'll pray. So the scripture says, thine is the kingdom. So whenever God talks about kingdom, Based on the recovery agenda. Remember I say recovery agenda. Say recovery agenda. God has, we, we lost the kingdom when man fell. But when Jesus came, the very intent of his coming is to recover the kingdom. I know you think he's to, <laughs> should I shock you? The final intent of Jesus' coming is not, is not to save you actually. Is to recover the kingdom. And I can show you from the scripture. As soon as he started ministry, the scripture says, and Jesus began to preach what? The gospel of the kingdom. Even John preached it. It so happens that you cannot preach kingdom without preaching redemption. Because redemption is inside kingdom. Prosperity is inside kingdom. Are you with me now? Healing is inside kingdom. Many, all of them are inside kingdom. But that is the context of what Jesus came to do. And then he said, Thine is the power. How can Jesus be talking about kingdom and talking about power together? 
That means the recovery agenda that God has in his heart to get back territories of your family. Some of you here, you know that the way your family is going is only you that will be born again in the next 10 years. God had, that means, that's why God set you up. Because that kingdom has not been what? Say recovered. You have to understand the context of revival. It is territorial. Until God has, when God has you in charge of a place, then he's in charge of that place. That's how God rules. He is called the king of kings. You know what he means? He means that he is only interested in being king over kings. And a king is somebody that has a territory that is ruling. If you are a king, where is your territory? There must be a place you have conquered and held down for Jesus. Are you with me now? There must be a place you have conquered and held down for Jesus. That is the basis of the next statement. He said, for thine is what? Say the power. So I'm trying to show you the basis of God releasing that fire and power. It is for say the recovery of the lost kingdom. Say it after me. The recovery of what? The recovery of what? That is the basis of God releasing his power. Somebody will say, ah, where is it in the Bible? Okay, open with me. Acts chapter 1. I know you have been reading this place, but you don't know that that's what Jesus was saying there. <laughs> Acts chapter 1. Let's start from verse 1. If you are there, say amen. amen. Very good. The scripture says, The former three ties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and to teach. This particular statement, every believer, every disciple has to stay on it for as long as it takes for you to become a testimony of this statement. That is why he said that life does not consists on what you own. There are true riches. He said if a soul is born again, just one soul, it is worth more than anything you can see on earth. He said at what cost will you sell your soul? Are you getting the point now? So the point is, we are not saying that those jobs and those things won't come. That is what Jesus is saying. They came and they are asking for a physical kingdom. And Jesus is telling them that I'm not saying that a physical kingdom won't come and I'm not saying you won't marry. Are you with me now? I'm not saying you won't get a job. I'm not saying those. But those things are only useful in the context of the ordination and establishment of God's kingdom agenda. So anything that is out of that context is already a tool in the hand of the devil. So some of you are millionaires, but you are the tool in devil's hand. I'm telling you. You are using all your, the data on your phone to download worldly music and movies. The new ones, the ones that is promoting promiscuity, that's what the one you are downloading. And they are having more money and producing more. You don't know why God gave you money. That's what I'm telling you. And they are telling you make more money. You don't even know the reason for money. 
Some of you, you marry now. You marry now, give birth to first child, second child. And you look at the guy that used to fire. <laughs> I went to one church long time ago. When I came to this Lagos, I went there. And the pastor in charge was moving on that anointing, moving, moving. And the woman I was staying with told me that this man of God, we used to be in the same prayer meeting many years ago, like 10 years ago. She, she thought I would clap for her. In my heart, I was weeping. You mean you are with this, this man in the same prayer meeting? Ah! I cried in my heart. There are places if you pass through and your life is not changed, you will receive a stricter judgment before God. The scripture said, woe to you, Tyre and Sidon. All the miracles that are done in you. He says, Sodom will receive better judgment than you. There are places you don't pass. For example, when we are doing youth service, I did my, my youth service with uh, Pastor Daniel's wife. She used to, I was the prayer secretary, NCC of Ogun State. She used to lead worship for us. If she leads worship, the purity in her heart brings out the glory of God. And then we stay there. We will come to pray for two hours and forget till morning. As I've said sometimes, it was when we pressed into that thing for long and then one day an angel appeared and carried a pot of fire and asked us, do you want us to break it? We said, break it. When the angel broke that pot of fire, people prayed for three days non-stop. They forgot to go to work. You don't know what is revival. When revival comes, people forget many things. Mana, Kota, Sabela, Branto, Katai, La Cabana, Kota, Sambre, Ambrota, Tia, Kola, Bahatela. I see an evil in my generation. I see an evil. I see an evil. My generation is settling for nonsense. So because somebody fell under power, you have now arrived as man of God. You, are, you don't know anything. After 33 years of ministry, Paul said that I may know you. Ah! And the power of your resurrection, 33 years of ministry. This is a man that has seen signs and wonders and miracles. And you just laid hands on somebody, he fell under power. And they have not called you pastor and you are angry. That's why you will never amount to anything in the kingdom. Go and hide yourself. Nobody is interested in knowing you. We are only interested in knowing people that have known God. Being with him long enough in the spirit. And the hand of God comes on them. And they become witnesses to our generation. The certain kind of man that God seeks. The truth is that we are not saying you are not somebody. We are saying... That the man that God is looking for, you are not yet that man. That is why the rulership of darkness and, and Satan is still persisting in your territory, in your city. Are you getting the point now? There is a certain kind of man, a witness to that territory that God is looking for. And that is the basis of what we are crying for. You are in an office and everybody is collecting bribe. And you are collecting when you finish, you come and pay tight. Sorry. You are not. You even speak in tongues. Oh God, bless me. 
Satan will, you know what Satan will do? He will allow you to have more money. So that you will walk in that path thinking it's blessing for long and then you will be ensnared that bribery and corruption is a blessing. You don't know revival. In the days of Charles Finney, they shut down, they shut down all the places they sell alcohol. And you are still asking, is there alcohol a sin? Ah! For hundred years, they didn't sell. In the days of Evan Roberts, people got so soaked in God that the, the animals that they used to call foul names, they, they can't call the name and the animals can't respond to them again. And, and you think falling under power, this one is revival. What has it changed? How many territories have you held down for God? There is an evil I'm seeing in my generation. They are settling for nothing. What somebody want from this meeting now is to move from here and maybe what you see one man of God here do and you go and do it, possibly it will work for you. And you say, we have arrived. I fasted for 300 days and then this thing began to, you have not paid the price. When you pay the price. No, Jesus has paid the price. This one we are doing is not any price. No, the scripture says, for the love of God constraineth us. What we are doing is based on love. If I don't walk in anointing, I will still fast and pray. It is a commandment. The scripture says, when you fast, it did not say if you fast. And when he's saying it, he was not talking about anointing and power. Give me strings. Let me fly. He was not talking about anointing and power. He said, when you give, he said, when you pray, men pray because it's a commandment. If God needs my prayer, I will continue praying. The scripture says, because you have understood that the basis of my dying and resurrection is for the kingdom to be restored. Now I can tell you the next plan in the recovery agenda. He said, ye shall receive what? Power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Because the very basis for the power coming upon a man is that the kingdom will come. He said what? Ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. There are kingdoms of the earth that has been lost. And God is looking for men. Brutal men that will stop at nothing. Until God recovers back that which has been lost to Satan. Satan is not that powerful. God is looking for willing men. Men that have died to the ambition and self. And have yielded to the Holy Ghost long enough that his plans and agenda can find expression through their life. You will cry today. Oh God, I can't stop at anything. I know I've fasted and prayed before. I know, I know people, I know people know me as a man of prayer. No, today, I surrender what I've known before. Because there is a calling. John said I was in the spirit on the last day. And I heard a voice say unto me, come up here. This is a man that knows the realm of the spirit. Are you with me now? 
He is not a novice. He has sealed the sick. He, he might have even raised the dead. He has laid hands on people, fell under power. But the scripture said, What? Come up here. Because the revelation that will power the next realm of God's agenda for our, our generation has not been seen. And God is looking to bring men up to where He takes the location in the spirit, where the resources that He takes to persecute the end time agenda will be released upon your life. He said, Ye shall what? Receive power. the glory of God will never be manifest until the kingdom comes Salem brota bale kali amrota bala hata kabana mamrata bala hataya The disciples were asking they said Lord when will you restore the kingdom to us the kingdom of Israel when will you give me wife when will you give me husband He said that he shall receive power because Satan has stayed too long in our territory He has been ruling in your family if we afflict this one with sickness afflict this one with madness afflict this one because he thinks he is in charge a man will arise with the power and authority that he takes to display Satan and he shall receive power So no 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 you'll be desperate Ayakabera don't look at your neighbor no I was like this in a pastor's meeting and my pastor slept and and I wanted to sleep and I felt an angel touch me and God said give me two more hours it was after that time that encounters broke out in my life sister don't look at your neighbor Brother, don't look at your pastor. Is every man on his own? Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, Jacob said, I will not let it go. 
Let you mantle my life. I will not let it go unless you give me what it takes. Don't stay on this mountain for too long, pastors. If you stay on it for too long, then the land will be lost. There is no time. There is no time. Oh, 
cymbals. My altar is calling you, oh God. My altar is calling you, oh God. Listen to me now. Many years ago, I was praying like this. And I was watching toilet. Nobody knew me. You can be here, there, there, is, there is somebody here. And you are crying, God, nobody even knows me. Nobody has recognized what I'm doing. I tell you, your secret place, we command a response from heaven now. I was watching toilet and I was tonguing. The people I tell we are made ministers, they never called me. I wanted to complain to God. He said, this is not why I called you. He said, tarry, tarry. Tarry until something lands on you. And I continue staying. I will be packing the doors. I was the chief altar. And I will be saying, oh God, my life cannot end like this. I know there is something more. I am made for more. You are going to cry out in two minutes. The days that your secret place we speak has come. Ah, oh God, let my secret place speak. Let it speak loud. And let there be a response from heaven. Like thunder, like fire. Like thunder, like fire. Let there be a response. My secret place. Is calling you, oh God. My own God is calling. Oh my God, don't leave us like this, oh God. Just the symbols. My secret place is calling you. Oh God, don't leave me like this. Don't leave me like this. Do something in us that our generation will never recover from. The hand of God is already breaking out in this place. In this place. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. There has been a, an eruption of the glory of God in the next five minutes. The hand of God will be too strong. It will be too strong. It will be too strong. It will be too strong. I Hey, Holy Ghost, Kaina, Manless, 
Abret, Cadiz, Para, Kalia, Comaya, Kaya. In the gallery, downstairs, to my left, to my right. mighty name we pray in Jesus mighty name we pray in Jesus mighty name we pray wherever you are the sound of my voice just lift up your hands you see I will pray prayer now and God will anoint hundreds of people here very specially and then you begin to function from here. I'm not saying letter, you begin to function. No, from here. Power, signs and wonders and miracles will break out from your life. Something you never knew were possible. Weapons will be granted to you in the spirit. The glory of God will descend. I can see your mighty power. It is moving in this place. Na na na. Na na na. Na na na. Na na na. Lift up your hands. Holy Ghost. Maratos. Now listen to me. Listen to me. Stop. Stop. Follow this song. Even my backers, I don't know if you don't know it. This is the realm of your glory. This is the realm of your grace. I can see your mighty power. It is moving in this place. This is the realm of your glory. This is the realm of... 
just just the keys just this guy he's the one getting it the crowd everywhere you are lift up your voice sing it with me this is moving in this place this is the realm of your glory this is the realm of your grace i can see your mighty power it is moving in this place this is a realm of your glory. This is a realm of your grace. I can see a mighty power. It is moving in this place. Na na na. 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 My God. My God. My God. Holy Ghost. 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 Move. 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 It's coming stronger from my left to my right, from top to down. He's coming stronger. He's the wave of the glory. Na na na. 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 She's the realm of your glory. She's the realm of your grace. I can see your mighty power. It is moving in this place. This is a realm of your glory. This is a realm of your grace. I can see your mighty power. It is moving in this place. No, no, no. Na na na, na na na, na na na, na na na, In Jesus' name. Now listen to me now. If you're a lady here, just take your hand, your right hand, put it on your navel quickly. Be fast. If I count to three, make sure you have done it. We don't have time. There are two things I want to do now, and then I leave. Have you done it? Raise your other hand. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, by your mighty hand, let your hand come upon them and I lay them as prophetic intercessors, weapons of war, deborahs in this generation, men that will sit in the place of judgment. Let your hands come upon them. Holy Ghost, move! 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 By power, 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 by power. Holy Ghost. Reduce, just reduce. Just the keyboardist. This guy, play for me. Increase the volume. He's coming. Let it open. 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 
He's coming stronger now. He's coming stronger. In the gallery, he's coming. He's coming stronger. Help me and find those ladies, Holy Ghost. Help me and find them by power. Find them by power. Also, save them upstairs. At the gallery, Sadesh, Kobaya, fire. Stronger. A new batch of angels just entered now.